I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Music by Kevin McLeod. Hey, man, let's go on a bike ride. Come on. Look at, look at my new wheel. They're sweet. There are really just two types of people. Those who say, I can't. And those who say, I can. These people have been summoned here by themselves for their 1,700 different reasons. Their unity comes from their mantra, I can. And their destination, a place they absolutely have to get to. What they will do to get there is monumental by anyone's standards, even their own. I'm Mark Hudson. I'm Pat Bulger. And we, we are Back Filler. Right. Hey, we, we, uh, we're, I'm going to recap just in case our, our recording did actually screw up. I'm going to go really quick. Um, I do want to talk about the Grand Columbian Triathlon. It's going to be happening this weekend. That's awesome. Some great distances, aren't they, Pat? I think so. Oh, my gosh. We want to thank the Sufferfest. Dave McQuillan's probably got a new video coming oh out. Oh, my gosh. That's looking like fun, fun, fun. Mm. We're probably going to be doing Sufferfest videos all winter in my basement. I w- do you know what? I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back. I want to talk to you about that okay. because that is freaking brilliant. I think one of the major topics of the show tonight is going to be ball training and getting – you know, you'd mentioned before we went on the air about the concept of getting fit for next year. Here, yep. here we are, you know, enjoying a nice dark beer and talking already about getting fit for next year. I find myself constantly working out in the winter and then in the summer. Yep. Either things happen or God knows we're announcing or whatever it is. But do we, how do you make it connect? How do you make it work? How do you make it click? Well, how do you I, finally get to that point where, I'm doing it. I'm hoping to have a program, um, but right now I've got. Uh, I'm, I'm making myself ride two days a week, um, okay. for two hours at a time. That's you know that's better than I'm doing. Going out and just enjoying it, not going hard, um, yep. except for a couple parts. You know, just and if you go hard, the reason you're going hard is for fun. I mean, yep. not 
you know, you shouldn't be going out and blasting. If you're on a ride with other people, nobody should be getting dropped. And I mean, nobody. This time of year. Yeah. Nobody. And uh, I mean, you know, you should just be going out and having fun. I am going to purchase a mountain bike this fall. I've decided. Holy and shit. that's my next step. I'm Six gonna, more signs, boys and girls, yeah, to I'm the apocalypse. Yeah, I'm going to purchase a mountain bike. And, and uh, I may put mountain bike pedals and shoes on my mountain bike. No kidding. I'm not you kidding. heard it here first. You heard it here first. Number one sign of the apocalypse, Mark Hodgson is married. Number two sign of the apocalypse, Mark Hodgson will create another. Number three <laughs> sign of the apocalypse, he's buying a mountain bike. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Minivans, dogs and cats sleeping together. It's oh. Mass hysteria is the next thing coming down the no pike kidding. here. My wife will not buy a minivan, which is good. So that's uh, Never say never. Well, well, yeah, I didn't say never. Will never. I said will not right now. Will not right now. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I mean, how do you, uh, I'm looking know. forward to, it. I love the indoor workouts, especially this concept you're talking about where we all go over, um, Dave, I promise it's only like two or three of us popping because he has a different license for public. Oh, we'll do the license. We'll do the no, public ones. Well, oh but no. I mean, this is for like a spinning class, yeah. I think. Oh no, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't charge. It's like guys well, God, get no. together. And the yeah. reason I would do the individual ones is I like the narrative underneath. The I little, do too. The little bouncing ball of like, now it's going to hurt. Yeah. Yeah. And, you or, know. or the, the surprise sprints he throws at you oh, every God. time. Come on. That wasn't enough. One more. And you're going, you said I only had to do that one downward more. spiral is the one that oh. I'm just like, are you? And then what? Yeah. I, you said I was done. Yeah, and I'm yelling at my computer screen going, lying bitch. You lying sack <laughs> of crap. I mean, are you kidding me? Oh, they're great. It and, is. And the footage is amazing. Yeah, he got that all. I guess it's, you know, it's all like licensed stuff from the UCI and stuff. But uh, it's those are those are brutal. So he's got a new one coming out. And I Soundtrack's would, great, too. I would, yeah, I would definitely... Um, buy a trainer if I didn't have one already and because I got a stationary bike which I mentioned before the show went kaput and um, I would I would buy a mag trainer and bring it over if there's anybody who is wondering if 1983 is still alive it is in Pat's studio are you looking at my Tunturi oh that is a Tunturi pro racer baby it was not 90s why don't we look at the pedals that was 80s baby why don't we look at the pedals big old heavy solid steel flywheel in front the pedals are when campagnolo started making look pedals in other words look made them for campagnolo oh yeah that's those things yeah i was gonna say the, a small look cleat will not fit on those i have specific <laughs> shoes for riding that stationary bike yeah don't don't, don't try the look keel cleats no they won't work man and so uh, so i have to find my indoor cycling shoes that's how cool i am i have indoor cycling shoes you know i'll bet it works great though i mean honestly it's a great looking it's bike it's quiet. got some yeah it's quiet it's got nice brake levers i mean to, to <laughs> Madolo brake levers baby but either way you've got <laughs> real uh, real handlebars on it yeah it looks pretty comfortable actually you know so i can't bag on it too bad but um, but I, I will buy. I, if I don't have a trainer, I will buy one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're about 120, I think, for like the beginning mag magnet level. Yeah, but then you. But you're gonna want something that has the fluid, and yeah, I. You know how I actually got my fluid trainer? Um, I actually bought a magnet trainer, and it was like 90 bucks, yeah. and then it didn't work. And so I bought, a, I, I traded it in and paid $30 more for the one up. Oh, so they gave you the full refund kind of a thing? Oh, yeah, because oh, it's okay. REI. 
And so I went back to REI and 30 bucks or 40 bucks. And then that one broke. Yeah. And so then I came back and I was already $70 before ahead of where I started. And I thought, okay, another 50 bucks and I'm into fluid and I, I, I returned it and paid the 50 bucks. Oh, wow. And okay. so now I have a fluid trainer. That's how I got it. Yeah. Brand. You're going to drop a name. We're not. It's a great, it's, it's a great trainer. I, I used to have a Cyclops one, which was a good trainer. I've, I've it was had, nice. I've had two Cyclops and the first one I loved. The second one broke. Um, the first Cyclops I actually donated to an ex-girlfriend who took it with her. And uh, still uses it <laughs> that to this was, day. Was that an actual donation, or was that a shit? She changed the locks. Uh, very similar, yeah. Okay, it's probably the latter. <laughs> um, but uh, it's like, wow, my key doesn't work. Yeah, um, but well, uh, I guess odd. I'll donate my trainer. Um, well, I guess. I, well, at least I have my clothes. Son I'm of good. A bitch. <laughs> actually, I'm ahead. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm good. Um, but uh, no, yeah. she she actually still uses it to this day. Um, and what is it? It's not Cyclops. I you have to see it. I I really don't know. Um, okay. But it's a great trainer. I mean, I've had it for six years since I did Iron Man my first time. Ooh. So four years. I've had it four years, and it's been awesome. Wow. Yeah. I mean, trainers are awesome right now. I mean, even the magnetic ones are awesome. Yeah, I think that's my problem is I'm on something from way too old. and Well, n- not the stationary bike, but I mean, I have a set of rollers. I have a set of Kreitler rollers downstairs, which I love, but uh, you, can't, you can't really do like full-on... Yeah, I couldn't do a Sufferfest on rollers. Exactly. Rollers are great unless you want to do an actual workout. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you want to ride and get some good core strength and it's kind of like an exercise ball. I say rollers have their place and and love to hear differently because I know there's like, I think the Australians use rollers quite a bit. Do they? Um, That's, I mean, I've... Luzanne, chime in. Luzanne, chime in. But I think a lot of people use rollers. You see them at races all the time. Yeah. I, I personally am not a rollers fan, not because they're not cool or they don't work. I just think... You miss out on a workout because you're too busy staying upright. I've, I mean, I've, got, I've had full-on workouts. When I was big on my rollers, and I mean, I was on them in the winter multiple times a week. I would, I mean, you could do intervals, you could do a sprint. It really, boy, talk about refining your pedal stroke. I mean, you do not pedal squares. Yeah, on, you can't on rollers, and it makes a beautiful pedal stroke. But yeah, I'm gonna agree. If I want to go thrashing all over my bike and suffer like hell, like a true like suffer a fest, fest, yeah. Um, I'm, I've, yeah, you gotta bolt the fork down some way, shape, or form. And let and let me just say, I'm not saying you can't get a workout on rollers. That's yeah. not what I'm saying. I'm saying it's a different type of workout. It's it certainly has its place. My own opinion is, if you want to just sit there and bleed out your eyes, don't do it on rollers because yeah. you'll get hurt. Yeah, that's true. You that's know, true. it's it's the risk versus reward is not there on rollers. But, you know, there is reward for good technique. And so yeah. there's nothing wrong with rollers. I'm not bagging. For them. the average person, it's probably not the purchase you'd want to make. It'd be, you'd, just, no. you'd probably go out and be better off even on a wind trainer just because you can go out there and do it. And you can not be focused and terrified. I mean, I remember, I, I can't remember who First it was. First couple times are tough. Absolutely. Yeah. First couple times, you're holding on to something off to the side. Because if you, I mean, oh my God, I remember that very well. And uh, so I did that the first couple times, and then it was, I mean, I got more comfortable with more comfortable with it. I remember I was training a junior way back when who, I, who had a set of rollers, and he's doing sprints in his bedroom, which is creepy enough in itself. But, uh, you know, that's a true bike geek. And he, I remember him telling me, he, he limped to the ride the next day, and he was, I was like, what the hell happened to you? These are winter rides, you know, kind yeah. of fall rides. And uh, he says, oh, I was doing some sprints, and, 
I rolled off my rollers. Oh yeah, and hit the gra- I mean, hit his carpet going forty miles an hour. You know, yeah, you're not gonna fly, but he. I guess he hit the corner of his bed frame with his mm. hip. Yeah, just bam, you know, big black mark across the floor, and then he falls into his bed. I was like, dude, you are suffering for your art, man. Nice job. But well, the problem is, oh, is you shit, jump off those hurt. rollers, you're suddenly Scooby Doo. I mean, you're like, exactly. Oh man, I've had my front wheel go off, and I've been out of the pedals by the time my front wheel hit the ground. But man, oh, I should carry a scar from rollers because I did a roller race in England. Um, when I was 18. What? Yeah, I was in London, and uh, I was um, I was on a club in just in South Surrey, and so they said well, we're going up to London to race these rollers. And the problem with me was I was oh, that's fa- cool. I was fairly thin back then, <laughs> and uh, so you know the heavier guys are going to rip the rollers apart because they're going to be able to generate so much more wattage yeah. at that time. So there's no. And they did it with the rollers, where how many times the rollers went around was how many times. You know, it, it was basically the rollers okay. going around would, would, would were, were attached to a clock. Justify your... Oh. Justify the distance. Okay, okay. If, if you can... So you had the rollers. So how many revolutions your rollers did would translate into a clock okay. that went around on the wow. wall. Okay. And two people would hold you up. And so <laughs> I ended up in this... I went through the first match, beat the first guy, and then I ended up in like the semifinals. Or it, was, it might have been the finals. It was me against a good guy because I actually had beat their club champion up a hill climb the, the week before. So Holy like, shit! You're like for you're well, legit. Was, well, it was Team Spokane years, so like I came oh, from. Okay. I came we from were flying. Team Spokane flying, you know, to English racing, and I looked like a freaking god. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was like he's like, yeah, this is the guy ha- held all the team records, and it was like, you coming? You know? Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they crap. You know, and so. I end up in this final round and I literally, you know, I'm going and a guy like let go a little ways on. So they had two guys holding you one on one side, one on the other. Okay. It's just not a good system. And That's one guy let go a little is, bit. Yeah. One, it's almost worse if they're holding you. Yeah. You're in a full out sprint. Yeah. Basically. You're going yeah. as hard as you can and somebody's holding you. It's like, I was sitting there going, I'll be better off on my own. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what go. I said. I'm like, or catch me if I fall off or just something. Just catch my body. Yeah. Don't, don't yeah. worry about the bike. Yeah. You know, and I was like, uh, you know, you really don't have to hold me. No, we'll hold you. That's the deal. Well, one guy kind of, and it went off, and I went off the rollers, and it literally, the band on the roller cut into my leg. Oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, Ow. I mean, I was losing the race, and I would have, because the guy next to me was probably 20 pounds heavier than I was, and I had nothing there. But wow. You know, I mean, it was just like one of those times. Maybe I'm wrong on rollers, but it seems to me like the heavier you are, the the more watts you can generate on a roller. I have no idea what you're talking about. It just seems. No, it I just seems like you could. Fortunately, I'm rail thin. You are. Yeah. You are. And I am going. Um. You know, with the whole look thing here, I'm I'm going to be Sergey Belov from American Flyers for Halloween. I've just decided. Thank you, just for men. Yeah. <laughs> I want. I want all of our listeners to help Where me find. Where can you get that helmet? I need. Well, I used to. Ha- oh, I need a Broncoli helmet, yeah. and I need a Soviet Union red skin tight cycling jersey. For those of you who can't see, because it's a po- audio podcast, I'm growing the beard. Oh yeah, and it's uh, Grizzly Adams. Yeah, Mark. This was two weeks. This it's only been 15 days. My father and I signed up. Speaking of which, my father and I signed up for a thing. My my 
Uh, it's a prostate cancer awareness thing. Horrible name, but a I'm good unaware. cause. I'm unaware of my own prostate cancer. <laughs> <laughs> but it's to raise money for prostate cancer. I'm for raising money for that. Okay. And it's it's a horrible name, but it's a good cause. The horrible name is Septembeard. Okay. So for the month of September, mm-hmm. you don't shave. And you you take pictures of your horrible growth and you you get your friends and family to you know kind of pledge that stupid thing yeah and so my father and i started this thing on the first of september and mark hasn't seen me since our last broadcast yeah so um i'm i'm sporting a little bit of growth and uh and it's it's been interesting and first of all to know how gray and how fucking old i am you're not old well, you when 43? you look at the gray, I'm not 43 and 42, 42 son of a yeah. bitch. Um, and and to, <laughs> to look at the amount of gray underneath my chin is really depressing. And so I'm going with Sergey Beloff from American Flyers, which is kind of tipping into later on in the show. We're going to talk about movies. But um, I, nice. uh, it's, it's, I, I think I should do it. I need, I need somebody to help me find that Russian jersey and... A broncoli helmet, though. If you find the helmet, I think you can you can work the jersey out even with silk screening. Yeah, but I don't want to spend that much, you know, per se. I don't want to make a jersey just for that How reason. How hard is it to come up with a hammer and sickle? You could do <laughs> that with. Uh, you could probably do that with contact paper. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Aren't you a theater major? Yes, I'm not a costumer though. If only there was someone who had access to costumes and okay. and and stuff like All that. Right. There was just one person in this room who right. had access to that. Yeah, I don't know if we could find that. That's going to be a tough one to track down. Um, <laughs> so I just I think that'd be funner than hell. Oh, hey, uh, Worlds are this weekend. Uh, starting this weekend, World Championships. We talked about the Vuelta earlier and how kind of boring it was, and that was before our our recorder went. <laughs> Um, but uh, we both agreed that the wealth was boring. Are you going to, do you care about the world? You talked about, uh, first of all, it's a sprinter's course. Always. This year, it is, big time. And uh, you've talked about the fact that you don't really appreciate sprinters. Are you going to pay attention to the world? Not really. Um, you know, I don't know. I, it's hard for me on a sprinter's course. I mean, it, it'd be interesting if someone could make the sprinter suffer somewhere earlier in the course, or yeah. if you could make it aggressive enough to create a break, or if you could... You know, there's there's good enough riders any time in the world. It, it's hard to say. You know, I yeah. mean, always a great race to watch. The worlds are always so weird because a world champion means nothing to a I, grand tour. I have almost always thought that the world champion should be based upon season-long points. Exactly. Just because it's, you know, you win one race one day, that's great. But how does that make you... The best cyclist in the world. I mean, Sammy Sanchez is your Olympic gold medalist for the road race. Yeah. I don't think <clears throat> he is anywhere near the most dominant cyclist around. I don't think he is um, someone who you would even consider for a tour victory. He's a good rider. I mean, he had a pretty good tour. He had a good tour, but I mean, was he even, he was never considered a contender. And the reason he had he was a top 10, I think, wasn't he? Yeah, but that's, I mean, he's not a contender. I mean, yeah. no one considered him for the lead, we nor can't did he ever challenge. Yeah, you can't time trial. No, so. no one even, he could have gone off for three minutes and everybody said, awesome. Yeah. Go, we'll Sammy. Him. We'll catch him. And, and yeah. that's that's kind of what I'm saying is, is like no one would have really considered him, whereas a contador would have, if he'd have yeah. gone off, no one would have let him go. So who would you award the world champion to for this season? Oh. 
This season? Yeah. I mean, if we were to base it on a season-long point system, who would you rank? World Possibly champion? Cadell Evans. I would rank Philippe Gilbert as the best rider of the year. Really? Yep. He won boatloads of classics. Yeah. He won a tour stage. He was in the... That was who I was thinking, Philippe Gilbert. Yeah. That's, that's who I was thinking. He <laughs> was fantastic this year. He had a great season, and I think he deserves it. I think he's... I mean, I would, I would award... God, I'd love to see him win next mm. Sunday. But I, I would say I would say and and I know I'm just naming off uh, Grand Tour riders, but I mean I'm just going. You've got Cadell Evans, you know, winning the tour and also putting down a solid season. Yeah, you'd say, but his team, you know, outside of the tour, okay. BMC is going to be huge next year. Oh yeah, they're going to be big. Yeah. I would say uh, the other the other one would be. I mean, do you completely poo poo Alberto Contador and his dominant win in the Giro. Oh man, you I, know I don't even like him as yeah. a rider. I don't know. I, I don't either. I, I, yeah, you go. It's a proven fact on this show. We have stated that we think he's a dork. Yeah, Pistolero. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I don't think highly of him, but I'm going. A win like that was. <laughs> yeah. Hard to hard to bag on that. You yeah. know what I mean? Who oh, else? The, nobody was in with even within sight. He Who made else? the Giro boring, to be yeah. honest, because after a while, it's like, oh, come on. There he goes again. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Yeah. yeah. I mean, who else is going to do it? So it's kind of like one of those things where you go, do you completely discount that because he didn't win the tour? I mean, really? You no, know, you can't. And, and, and that's and that's where I'm at. I'm like any other rider. I mean, even Basso, if Basso had won something in grand fashion like that, it would have pricked our ears up because we hate yeah. Contador and we do. Um, we don't hate him, but I mean, we don't even know him, but because we don't like really him. Yeah. Um, okay, fine. I guess that's why I almost wish that the old super prestige series was still around because that's like how you classify your season champion. The world cup thing was a big one. But by the same token, I mean, everybody knows when the world championships are. They're all good riders. They could all be recovered. I mean, it's yeah. what's wrong with a one-day winner-take-all? I don't – I mean, bike racing is a winner-take-all sport sometimes. Oh, absolutely. I and mean, so – Paris-Roubaix, you know, you only one winner of Paris-Roubaix, only one winner of things like that. So, But yeah. I don't understand why uh, it, it bears a year-long reward. No, and, and then you get that jersey that you can wear everywhere and all that yeah. stuff. You don't get to wear and the yellow jersey in the Vuelta. In Tour, it, Tour you have to admit that uh, he he wore the jersey pretty well this year. Uh, Tour Husha. He beat the curse to a certain degree. So I don't know. I mean, as far as Tour, tour I mean, I'm not a big sprinter fan, but oh my gosh, he's, he's a rider in yeah. my mind. I mean, he was aggressive when he needed to be. And granted, nobody chased him down. And they weren't big days. And he wasn't a contender and, and everything else. At least he was aggressive and yeah. made things interesting and made an exciting race and made it so you didn't have three skinny guys um, vying for an unexciting sprint. Yeah. You yeah. Know. No, and I, I, I agree with you on that. And I, I was happy to – I liked seeing him do that stuff. You know, and I think he's learned – how the the fact that he's not going to be the sprinter he used to be, he's more of a small group sprinter guy because you know I think when the body changes, you got to <laughs> deal with what the good Lord gave you, and he did it, and so he's uh, the aggression has been awesome. I loved it. I, I liked watching that stuff this year. I I thought he was one of the most exciting riders to watch. Yep. Other people disagree with me. I mean, honestly, I'm I'm yeah. I'm not I'm not you know without my controversy, but I love really? Tor. Yeah. So um, I, I think I think I'm, I'm hoping anybody but Mark Cavendish win the world next Sunday. 
Yes, I will. Uh, I will back you on that. I yeah. just, you I'm know, tired of him. I I'm tired of him, but by the same token, I kind of gotta go. Well, you have a team that was built around you, and they know what they're doing. That the train comes back and for Cav, Cav, yeah. But it's gonna be the Brit team. I mean, keep in yeah. mind, it's all racing for country. So, uh, um, yeah, I mean, there are a lot of strong Brits though. So that yeah. I mean, it might be good. I don't know what the Belgian squad's going to look like for a guy like Gilbert. I don't know what uh, the American squad right. could have a shot. No, it'd be Tyler, and I'm sorry, Tyler's so inconsistent. Yeah, I don't think he's going to. I don't think it's going to happen. And you know, he's I'm I'm bagging on a boy from Washington State, and we're here broadcasting from Washington State, but I don't think it's going to happen. It's Sprinter's course. Yeah, I don't. I I I don't think he's consistent enough. So yeah, but who's leading? I think him he's out? got a ways. I think. He, yeah. Who's leading him out? I don't think he's got it. I mean, who's exactly who is on the U.S. team? And I know Levi's year's done. I mean, Levi wouldn't be a lead-out man anyway. It's like riding behind a midget. Yeah, that's but true. Uh, so there's but no. Who's point. leading him out? I guess that's that's the question. I don't think there is enough of a lead-out team. Yeah, from the probably states, true. probably you know true. some of those big guys on the other team. There's you know, no train coming. Maybe might, George, but I bet you George won't even go to Worlds if he does. He's I mean, a little long in the tooth for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. So there you go. I, uh, Worlds should be interesting. I'm, I'm anxious to see them. I think uh, they will have started by the time, if you are not listening live, you have listened to this show. So um, my pick is for Philippe Gilbert. I would love him to win. I got to go on to Velominati and post that, in fact, because I haven't posted anything for the Velominati series in a long time. And, uh, Frank, I'm sorry. I have neglected you over in I'm sure he's, he's been feeling bad about that. Oh, I'm sure he's really pissed about it. Oh, poor Frank. Yeah. Um, you mentioned a mountain bike. Yes. I am still, I think, in awe of I'm, Mark Hodgson owning a mountain bike. I've, I've, well, we, we all raced mountain bikes back in the day, but I would say just. Did you some, race? Oh, yeah, I raced a couple really? times. Really? Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, just because Greg Walton told me to. Um, <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, I would totally do it. But what I really, are you really going to race? You're not going to race it, are you? No, I'm going to ride it. Yeah. Um. And the reason I'm getting it, and this is this is my segue, and this is something we talk about a lot of times with junior cycling and everything. I got a lot to talk about with junior cycling yeah, too, so we can I, jump. Oh, this is well. This is why I'm getting a mountain bike. Um, I was fortunate enough, and I really do. I I thank my wife and I thank my stepson for letting me teach him how to ride a bike. Um, yeah. he was seven years old and, you know, being a cyclist, I came into the relationship. My, my wife was not my wife at that time. And I'm like, he's seven. I mean, when I was six, I was riding a bike. I mean, I was, I, God, when I was five, yeah. I was riding a bike. I had Jackson going at two kind and of thing. No, it wasn't two. That's, that's, I'd be blowing sunshine on my ass. It was, it was four probably. But when, but my favorite thing when I was a kid and that's just me, me being a kid was, it was my bike. I mean, yeah. I just loved my bike and, and then probably my snow skis. Yeah. And I just thought that w those were the coolest things I owned. And, uh, you know, so I, I here's a kid who can't ride a bike. And and it, it's it's I, I don't mean to mean this disparaging to anyone because people just don't ride bikes anymore. No, I could and, not agree and, more. And that's why. And so I was just like, but you don't know the joy you're missing out, kid. Yeah. You know, get on the bike. And, and the first time we went out, literally, we have pictures. And, and I can say this. I hope Cade listens to this podcast. He's staring off, just pissed that he has to ride his bike, and he's got training wheels on. He's just 
pissed. He's in the middle of a tennis court. <laughs> Mad. Video games. Oh, I come mean, on, oh, man. I should know, be playing video games. It was unbelievable. And so then we go and we and like he's literally unhappy that he has to ride his bike. I mean, he will. I've got to eat. He doesn't even like to eat food. I mean, he's just <laughs> he's like, I've got to finish my food before we go. And yeah, you know, and uh, everything. Yeah. Just, More everything food, mom. Everything to keep me off the bike. Yeah. Anything you can do to stay off the bike. So then we get him to where he can ride the bike without the training wheels. And that was pulling teeth, you know, yeah. and I'm pushing him and there you go. And yeah, and we're, we're, I bribed him once. I said, if you can make a full lap around the tennis court and it was a big tennis court, it was like three or four tennis courts. Okay. And then he had to yeah. navigate. You can get some Legos. The kid totally worked <laughs> me. He, he made it no problem once I did that. Yeah. I'm like, how did you, are you serious? And so, uh, we, we go through this progression of teaching a child how to ride a bike. And I've gone through that for, through the last year so and he still didn't love it still it's like you're getting out there and riding your bike and yeah. that was as to his mom's urging she's like you know i'm like he, sh- he really should ride it again so he's, he's i know fresh. kids who are 14 15 who have not learned how to ride a bike yeah it's, it's what but yeah, yeah. And, and that's and that's that's what i'm getting at yeah so we got this eight-year-old who can kind of ride a bike and we live at the top of a hill and so a big hill and so we, we ride this bike and we're doing laps and we also have a cul-de-sac that's flat and we're riding it and we're riding it. And I took a chance this last week and I, I said, well, we live at the top of a hill. We have a boy. Um, and, I'm, you know, we went through breaks and everything. I'm like, let's go down the hill. Oh, we went down the hill. OK. I mean, the steep part. And we yeah. went and freaking just did it. And. Was he was he nervous or was oh he? Oh my god! Um, I thought he was going to eat it twice. Oh, I was shit. I was like riding. I had my bike out, and he made it, and he rode, and we went, and we walked back up, and we did it like four times. Oh, he wasn't nervous. No, he was. He was but the first time. The first time, yeah. And then after that, and he asked me at the first at the top of the first, he's like, "Is it like a roller coaster?" And I'm like, <laughs> "You know what? It's better." <laughs> And he went down and he literally, I mean, to see a kid do this and every night this week he has begged to ride his bike. We've had to put the headlamp on the bike so cars can see him. Success! And he's, he, <laughs> he is literally, and, and, and he's walking the bike up the hill. We've got a half mile loop we do around my house yeah. with a big steep hill he has to walk up. Yeah. I have to, tell, I have to call it quits. Really? I'm like, you know, it's just too dark. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's unsafe. Even with the headlamp yeah. blinking, you know, I'm like, he's like, why do we have the headlamp blinking? I can't see. I'm like, I just want people to see. Yeah. It doesn't matter you if you see. can see. Yeah, exactly. See. <laughs> We're doing cornering and, um, you know, real smooth. He's, he's a little unsteady for my liking, um, but he's stayed upright. He's, he's in love with the bike. Every wow. night I come home, I mean, he's at the door going, can I ride my bike? And every time I do it. And that's and I think that's the lesson that I'm saying to junior cyclists yeah. and, to, and to every parent out there who's ever gone. What's the deal? I'm going. It's the love of the bike. Yeah. And that's something that hopefully we're getting at with this kid. I mean, I saw it in him last night and I was like, I, I was so glad that I could I, I could bring that to him and, wow. and, and go. And he's starting to really love his bike. I mean, he loves riding the bike. Awesome. That's mission accomplished. And it's also that independent factor. I remember being able to leave just, you know, mom, dad, I'm, I'm going. 
and go just take off. I mean, that's like having a car before, you know, when you're nine or 10 or 12 years old. We had cars at 12. I mean, yeah. we could go. Yeah, it's the equivalent thereof. Yeah. And it's it's I'll see you later. And oh, my, yeah, to be able to hear that. Oh, my God, that's cool that he's doing that. And we could, you know, I, it, with this stimulation that I'm not saying video games are bad, but I uh, but what I am saying is that they do find a way into brains that you don't that you can get all the stimulation i guess you think you need and and you're good to go and wow so but i but i will say this this is interesting we have a kid who loves video games and i'm not so do i i'm not bagging it i'm not bagging on it i don't play them because i'm afraid i would love them too much oh but uh, that's why i don't play them but i would say this we have a kid this week who had every video game known to man and he's at the door every day going can we ride the bike every day he has every system he has the wii the nintendo and well the wii is nintendo Nintendo. Uh, xbox his xbox psp2 oh my god yeah he's got the whole shoot he has everything yeah and he is choosing to ride his bike right now and that's what he wants to do wow and and it's this week i mean next week oh yeah next week it could be i want a longboard so what? I mean, and the funny I'm part is, and here's here's what I'm getting at. We, He and I are riding around the neighborhood. All of a sudden, kids are bringing out their longboards. Kids are bringing out. Everybody's yeah. everybody's out there starting to bring out their toys because Cade's out there doing it. And, yeah. um, and, and you know, and it, it's what he's doing is almost daring by today's standards. It's like he's going down. There. There's cars. Oh, my God. You I know. know. It's just... like there, there, there's always been cars, guys. Yeah. You know, and guess whose responsibility is not to hit my kid? Yours. Yeah. There's always been cars. There's always been. I mean, my other thing that drives me, just pisses me off. My son is 12 and he just finally started riding his bike to school. It's a new thing. And I mean, I love my wife to death, but she's terrified of people riding through the park. But there were always creeps and weirdos and sexual deviants. Look at who was around us. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but you know, and, and I just, I'm trying to figure out, are you kidding me? He, why is there the fear of letting your kid ride his bike to school? And I just, I, he did it the other day. He rode there. He, he pulled his bike up to the bike rack. He locked it up and he said, there were no bikes there, dad. The bike rack is empty. And I'm just going, shit, that sucks. You know, because. Jesus, whatever happened to the fact that, you know, I live, we live nine blocks away from his school at the most. I mean, I'm talking if you go vertical and 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 horizontal on the same block, mm-hmm. it would be about nine block lengths for him to get to school. And and there's that fear of something happening or something or a car or some, you know, pervert. And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, let the kid ride to school. Well, I think there's there's that point, and and I guess I'm, and I'm, and and honestly, Pat, I'm dealing with someone else's kid, you know. Oh and, no, uh, I yeah, but at least you're else. getting him out there, and he's experiencing that freedom. Well, his mom's letting me, and his dad's letting me. Yeah, and I've I've got to I've got to give credit to both. You know, they're both saying, okay, this is a good thing, and yeah. quite frankly, I stole something from his dad. Um, oh, good God, yeah. And 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 I'm and I thank him for that. I no one else was doing it, so I did it, and I think I did the right thing, but. Yeah. You know, I stole something there, and and I have no idea. I had no idea. I mean, that's the only time you're going to see that for the first time, and I got chills. Oh, shit, yeah. I got chills, and and, and it was really cool. Um, 
I, I just, I, I can't believe what a gift that was to impart that. And then to have someone go, it, it's almost like going, I'm not crazy. Bikes are cool. Yeah. And there is something really cool <laughs> that, that is visceral, if you will, that, that is just yeah. there that, that, I mean, it is better than a roller coaster. It's better. You can control yeah. it. You can go there. And, and so like, we're working on things right now of like, I, I don't tell them to go slow. I tell them, look, you can go as fast as you want, as long as the bike's in control. Yeah. And then we stopped at the bottom one time. I was like, you weren't in control that time. That really? was dangerous. We stopped. I, 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 you know, and you deal with things like that and go, what you just did was dangerous. You could have hurt yourself. And, and, and he changed his, his behavior. Yeah. You yeah. Know? But I got, yeah. Okay. It was the coolest thing ever. I think if we want to talk about junior programs, if we want to talk about all that stuff, I didn't realize how far America has gone away from bikes and how far they need to go. We talk about high gas prices. Yeah. I, I don't know how to break this to you, folks. Bikes work real good. They do. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, the, you, oh, my God, I'm going to agree with the hipsters. The hipsters in Portland all riding their bikes have figured something out. Mm-hmm. You know, And I, I guess we've talked about that a lot on the show in terms of actually getting around and commuting to work and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, oh, I don't have a shower. I don't have this, but that. It does work. It works. I agree with like, I mean, I, I still, I drive to work and the reason I do I, too. Uh, the reason I drive to work is because I have to look apart. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. And I think a lot of people are in that position, but if you're not in that position and no. you can ride your bike to work yeah. one day a week, oh God. one day a week, yeah. you could save thousands of gallons of gasoline. And if everybody did that, it really does make a difference. And also, I mean, Urban living and and being close to what's what's there. Yeah, bikes are the cat's pajamas. Yeah, I mean that's all. I, that, I mean, but I I guess what's more important was the fun. Yeah, and and seeing a child who is raised on video games and just watch the video games just get shucked aside at least for a short amount of time. You I know, mean, at the worst for yeah. a short amount of time. And and but just shucked. I mean, not even not even like. There was nothing that could compete with that last night. I yeah. promised him there's there's there is a there is a cost to the parents. I promised him he yeah. would ride bikes last night. Guess what? You need to deliver. Oh God, yeah. But yeah, I mean, if you're gonna come home and say I'm gonna ride with you, I don't care how shitty your day was or how tired you are or if you fell and you hurt your back, you better get out there and do it. He was at the door when I got home. I got home at six o'clock. <laughs> he was at the door. We ate dinner really quick. He was like just okay can i can i go can i go get my bike ready now yeah. and so i said okay i went up and changed clothes we rode until after dark wow hour and a half is this the reason why you're uh, now a uh, mountain bike is a reason for this i think so because we've got a hundred acre wood behind our house wow christopher wood. no that's that there there's a reference too oh okay and uh <laughs> no it's literally a hundred acre wood which is what i had when i was a kid I had that because we lived in a neighborhood that had 100 a- acres of public land. Well, no, it's not public land. It's but, owned. Yeah. It's just undeveloped. And oh, it's all trees. Gotcha. Oh, Jesus. so it's all trees. And so it's no. And, and everybody cool. uses it. And there's trails. I've run on it. Wow. And uh, it's all trails. And, and, and that's what I had when I was a kid. Yeah. And you just go back there and ride your bike on the trails. I mean, there were jumps when I was a kid. Oh, there was man. everything. Roger and I went back there all the time. And, and you just go back there. And, and so in order for me to get him back there and to show him, I, I he's it. like, and he wasn't, he tried it's, and his bike is, is single speed, multi-speed. Yeah, speed. Okay. We're going to kind of a, just a dirt a bike, dirt kids, bike. dirt bike. It's a yeah. kid's, it's, yeah. it's a little, little right now. Yeah. And we're going to, we're going to upgrade soon, but you know, it's Shit. interesting. We got to talk. If you're imparting these things onto kids, yeah. 
what what made me fall in love is the dirt and the going fast and you know what he's gonna fall and I've already apologized to his mother about his broken arm. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm just like, you know what? It's gonna happen. Yeah. And and he's gonna get some scars and he's he's a tough kid. Um, so it's it's really fun to yeah. to do this and that's why I'm like, well, I'm gonna get a mountain bike and then he and I can go back and you know we can we can ride and then Cruise I can do my there. rides too yeah. when it's dirty and muddy and I just. You know, it's that's one of the most frustrating things for fall riding. Another show altogether is yeah. When you go out in that rain, it's awesome oh. for that ride. But then for you your road break, bike, yeah. Then you got to break oh. everything down afterwards. Yeah. it's a oh, three-hour no, ride and a four-hour clean. Yeah, no, and I agree hundred percent. I have a cyclocross bike that I have yet to build up, and I I think that might be helpful. But I find myself first, you know, first of all, talking about mountain bikes, going out, and I forget how much I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about racing. I'm not going to mountain bike race. It's not my thing. Um, but uh, if it was something fun for a one day event, maybe. Yeah, uh, you, you know, know one of the 24 the hour races yeah. as a team or something like that. Yeah. I did that two years ago, and that was fun. Unfortunately, the curse of starting an announcing company is that you end up announcing the yeah. fun races. Um, but uh, you know, and I forget every time I'm on mine. You know, you live out on another side of town than yeah. I do. I'm. F- three and a half minutes from the bluff. Oh, which yeah, is which is awesome. Awesome trails, yeah, out in the middle of nowhere, yeah, I mean, you, except you're within the city limits. Yeah. And uh, I just love going down there. And I, every time I finish a ride, I go, God damn it, why don't I ride this thing more often? Mm-hmm. Because it's it's a hoot. Mine's an older bike. It's a steel frame. It's, you know, I'm, I'm, it's, I don't need, I would like a 29-inch wheels kind of set up, carbon fiber or something like that. But, uh, you know, it'd be, it'd be fun to have, so... I'm thinking. I'm thinking about it, though. I mean, I I think I'll go with whatever whatever is available. I'm going to price bikes this week and see about buying them. But yeah, either way, I just I, I don't know. My my thoughts for this show were I was so exciting to see what my stepson did this week, and I mean, how fortunate that we had a show. Yeah. And oh my God, that's it. If we're looking for a junior program, get out there and ride your bike in front of kids. Yeah, absolutely. Get out there and and make it available to them. Yeah. And if you're riding your ten thousand dollar bike to the coffee shop, awesome. Bring a kid with you, and buy him an ice oh, cream. Yeah, you know. You know. Um, but impart your love of the bike, and and I think my love started even before I met people like you or Roger. Yeah, my love started with my bike. It was always my favorite thing, and my love started by riding my bike and doing dumb stuff and yeah. having that freedom. It's a freedom thing. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um. Pause. I'm going to leave a quiet, dead air spot here, folks. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mark has a bladder the size of a girl's. He is, uh, he, he's been sitting here tapping his foot for the, like the last uh, four minutes, uh, and he's had a beer, a beer, I wonder if you can hear that in the background. Can you guys hear that? I can hear that. That's Mark using the bathroom outside the studio. (laughs) (laughs) For all of our live listeners, uh, we'll edit this out of the podcast, but that's what's the great part about being a part of this show is if you listen live, you get to listen to Mark's bathroom break. (laughs) Here he comes. I think he's coming. You got to love live radio. Now, I have a question for you in regards to that, though. You're talking about taking kids out, and you're talking about getting them on the bike. Um, I have a complaint about the fact that 99% of kids' bikes out there now are all mountain bikes. I have... I'd say 99.9. Yeah. I have finally made the commitment. This is funny that you're talking about this. You're, You're doing these things. Um, I, I teach high school and I have officially started a cycling club at the mm-hmm. high school I work sure. at. We have our first meeting next week. I will report back to all of our listeners how successful that what goes. What your meeting? It's next Thursday. Do you want help? What's that? Do you want help? Oh, it's during the day. Oh, I can't do that. Yeah. I mean, if you'd like to help coach and help yeah, get these kids. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. We'd oh, go on rides. shit. That'd be awesome. That'd be a hoot. Oh, you heard it here first. Um, but, I, you know, if if I can get 10 high school kids, that's a freaking success. Take two. Yeah, exactly. Take two. Um, but you know what? I'm at the point now where all these kids are, 99% of them are, I, I'm, I love mountain biking. I'm, I'm fine coaching kids to mountain bike race. Um, but I have noticed through all of my search and all of my everything like that, First of all, the competitive high school leagues are mountain bike based. Yeah. The bike stores are selling mountain bikes Probably to these 90, kids. 90%. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, a high school kid, you could wear, or you could ride an adult road bike because you're, you know, yeah. you're a pretty big kid. But uh, we're getting to that point now where it, it's money and it's, it's selection. There's I, none of it available. Uh, what are they? What, what does uh, Jackson have for a bike? Jackson has a Novara he yeah. bought from REI. And that's a good it size weighs, bike. It's a great kid-sized bike, but it weighs more than two of my bikes put together. Yeah, but, I mean, the other bike that I love is by Felt. Felt makes a beautiful one. And that's a great kid's bike. It's an $800 bike. Well, we all make sacrifices. <laughs> but um, my only problem is I spent $500 on Jackson's. Yeah. And he can maybe ride it for another year. Well, I mean, I think that's that's one of the frustrating things. But if you have bought one of those felt bikes and your child has outgrown it, yeah. give it to someone else. Yeah, there should be an exchange program. There should that's be an exchange thing. program. You know, because those bikes are nice. And it, I think felt makes a great bike that an eight-year-old, if your eight-year-old. You is, ride a felt, don't I you? I do ride yeah. a felt, yeah. And, and I yeah, I love my felt. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's a great. It's a good-looking bike. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, felt makes a pretty bike on everything, whether yeah. it's a tri-bike or otherwise. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, uh, you know, I'm just, I, I'm at the point now where I'll go into a bike store and especially when I was looking with my kid, it's going, well, you can buy a dirt bike, you can buy a mountain bike, or you can buy a freaking Barbie Costco special. And, and that's it uh, as far as availability goes. By the way, um, you know, with, with, uh, bike happening right now, uh, manufacturers wake up, 
make an affordable road bike. junior racing bike. Yeah, especially for a young 12-year-old. And like a little 12-year-old yeah. is going to have a hard time finding a bike that's worth a darn. Yeah. And and that's really a disservice because 12 is about – I think that's that's like where you're going to either – you're either going to go on the 20, 30-mile rides yeah. or you're not. Yeah. And, and, and the 12-year-old who wants to go on the 30-mile rides who doesn't have the equipment will become very frustrated. Why don't they – why don't all these old steel builders who are getting pushed out of business by the carbon fiber – manufacturing movement why don't these guys find a way to create something that's an affordable built up bike you know with with i i'm, I'm 105 is an expensive group almost anymore but you know that kind of a beginner entry level tiagra whatever yeah. group so you can get these kids races well i think i think 105 would be great for a kid i mean yeah. i mean that'd be the the kids durays yeah um, absolutely I, I i do think um you're just going to have to wait and see. I think what you need to do is impart your love of the bike on yeah. these kids. And there are kids out there. That's that's what I'm saying is there are kids who want to ride their bikes. Yeah. And that's all you need. I mean, it doesn't matter what you do. I mean, imagine – I mean, if you think back, some of the most fun days I had were the days we played bike polo or, oh my you God. know, or just goofed around. I mean, you know. We need to actually do a video on bike polo 101. Oh god! And teach the listeners how to do bike polo. Gosh! And bring your bad wheels, by the way. Oh, we would <laughs> trash gear. I remember doing it at nationals, and people are going, "What are you guys doing?" We're like, mm, playing play a little, bike, a little polo. bike polo. What's that? You guys are trashing wheels left and right. But yeah, bring your bad wheels. Don't. Yeah. You probably don't want to go. Your your don't don't bring the the zips. Yeah. Oh God, no. Um. So at the end, I don't know. Yeah, I agree with you. Get it. Get them out there. Get them going. Get them on it. So I, you know, I've been talking out my ass for too many years on this show mm -hmm. about starting some sort of a cycling movement. Um, Clay, one of our listeners, Clay Geitman, great guy. Great. Guy. Um, and he he's been talking to me quite a bit. He says, "God, I'd love to even you know he lives in Wyoming, yeah. but he'd love to help with something like that." I think that you know we've got a sport that consists of way too many older white men, and it needs to. Something needs to happen to bring it back in. You hear about USA Cycling doing this huge junior movement, and I think it's bullshit. I think it's just elite juniors is all they're really supporting. Mm -hmm. And um, it, it, the sport. Oh, caller. First time caller, Christ long time listener. Um, hey, I just was uh, curious. If I had a bike in my basement, could I give it away? Well, you know what? Um, yes, but only if it's a Huffy Sport. Um <laughs> Yeah, and that's what it is. You know, you've got all these beautiful bikes, and especially um, men of steel racing. I mean, I've talked to those guys. You know, they have, they're trying to get all these steel bikes back out into the road. And yeah. I, you know, yeah, kids will ride them. Yeah, why don't we have Model T races at NASCAR? I mean, you know, there there's some beautiful steel bikes. No, though. I'm not. I'm not bagging on steel. I mean, God, I, steel's real. Um, yeah, but I, I there's just some nice uh, ones. My issue is, is like racing's racing, and you know what? If if a kid wants to race a carbon fiber bike, a kid can race a carbon fiber bike. Oh you know? yeah, and, I and, mean, and that's. But but what I, I what I guess I'm saying is is I'm too maybe about we're crashing on carbon though. Eh, crash smash, um, crack. That's what insurance is for. Yeah. Um, but uh, you you have, I, I think what we're missing here is a love. A love affair with the bicycle that is that is missing that can be imparted and it's there. I mean, it's I mean, if if this kid can love the bike the way yeah. the way Cade does right now, um, Jesus, you know, we're there. I mean, yeah. it's just 
I mean, and all the other kids coming out riding their bikes and riding. I mean, literally last night we had kids riding scooters and everybody's, you know, going up to the top of the hill and, and we're just doing our thing. And, wow. and, you know, and you can make a game out of it. I mean, last night on the downhills, we were being chased by zombies. And, you know, <laughs> I mean, you know, and you just make a game out of it and make it fun. That's where we're at. And I think if we're going to start a junior program, if we're going to do anything, it's awesome. Yeah. Make the next Lance Armstrong. But. I don't care if we have the next Lance Armstrong. I just care if, if um, you know, it, it becomes a just a way of life, uh, just an active way of life. I mean, just some, somebody who's willing to get out and do something rather than, you know, fucking play golf or, and, or and, shit like that. But that's the thing, though. I mean, and I don't know if it'll last forever. It may not last for very long. But I saw a bicycle beat the crap out of video games this week. Yeah. I mean, literally no contest. Yeah. I, I'm going bicycle one, video games zero. Not even. I mean, like they were in the wrong game. You yeah. know, they showed up yeah. to the wrong address, and yeah. and and it's just like maybe that's it. And I th- I think it'd be interesting to chronicle this, and and I'd love to talk about it on a different show. But that's my thing is, it, it doesn't matter if you if your kids going out to the local races on Tuesday nights. That doesn't matter. No, get them on the dirt. Yeah, get them on the bike. And I I I guess. I'm really excited because it's kind of my life's changed a lot in the last year. And, yeah. and it's neat to see that kids like what I liked. And yeah, that's that's really exciting to me. And I, so. I, I don't think that much has changed over the years. I think mm-hmm. what has changed are parents are changed and the fear has changed and the, and the amount of information being given out to parents has changed. You know, I my kid can ride to school and back for eight years or 10 years or what, however many years he's, he's riding, you know, eight years, grade school years. But anyway. Um, mm-hmm. he can ride to school and I, I, you know, the chances of him getting in trouble or hurt by somebody are about the same chances of if I drive him to school and we get in a car accident, mm-hmm. you know, it's, if it, if, if it's destined to happen, it's destined to happen, happen. You cannot protect your kid through everything in his life. Um, the only thing I say is put a freaking helmet on his head and that's, you know, and, and say, go ride to school. I think, I think that's true because if, if they're going to get hit with something bad or if, the, if something's going to happen, and once again, I'm not sending my kid off to school, so it's easier for yeah. me to say that. Well, mine's 12, though, too. If you so. do the math, if you, like let's say you say it's a 1 in 50 chance. Yeah. And he rides to school, which it's not 1 in 50. Let's say it's 1 in 50. And he rides to school one day, it's 1 in 50. If he rides to school the next day, it's 1 in 50. Now, if you're going to take those odds, it's always yeah. 1 in 50. It isn't. Two out of twenty-five. Yeah, this yeah tomorrow. It's oh, always, because you got away with it yesterday. It means yeah, there's going to be less no, chance it's today. Always one in fifty. So the yeah. first time you send him out there is the same as the next time. Yeah. So, I mean, do what you want to do, I guess, but don't take unnecessary risks. Don't yeah. send him out there with an old helmet. Yeah. You know? Does our fear expand though? I mean, are we being taken care of? Spokane, our our Spokane County just recently passed a law that every person under the age of 16 must wear a helmet on their bike i do they really need to tell us this it's like a seatbelt law i've always been against those laws those laws um as a lawyer um and not as a person as a lawyer those laws have always bothered me such as seatbelt law being able to pull you over for a seatbelt you know what if i'm really it's a free peek for the police because they get to come up and see whether or not you're drunk or whether or not yeah have drugs in the car or whatever it's it's a free piece the helmet law from what i understand is only enforced through basically they pull you over and they give you a warning what is that i don't it's really free peak. No, you think so well no but it's for it's, 16 and under 
Yeah. I just think it's 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 one of those things that if uh, you to be honest, 16. if you're this stupid to drive around without your seatbelt on, then fine. You're but, willing to take that chance. And that's the issue. And that's why I always I've always I don't want to win that court case because yeah. I always figure who are you going to hurt by not wearing your seatbelt? Yeah. You. Yeah. And that's and and in a free society, a technically free society, you should be able to do that. Apparently, we're not technically free anymore. Um, yeah. But by the same token, do I want to be the guy who overturns seatbelt law? Because once again, the math works the other way on that. Once yeah. Seatbelt laws became enacted. <coughs> yeah. Literally, thousands of lives were saved. Yeah. So, okay. you want to win on the other side? Well, I don't know. Yeah, I just think you know we, we got to learn to take care of our own self at well, some point in time. Uh, and thank you, Tea Party. But yeah. um, <laughs> I, I just uh, I, I agree with that. I. And I, if there's anybody who hates Big Brother more, it's probably, I don't know if there's anybody but me. Yeah. I just don't know what a practical solution is. So once you get those helmet laws, I think kids should wear helmets. Yeah. I do. And I, I think too. I think kids should be made to wear helmets because if your parents are that stupid, great, we're going to take care of you. Yeah. We're not going to take care of your okay. dumb parents. Your parents can die on their own. Um, but uh, you, kid, you're too young to die. Yeah. Okay. We're pretty helmet. We're pretty much proponents of helmets too. I mean, oh no, I I'm a hundred percent proponent of it. There's no, there's no question of the show that we are. I've always said that my kid will have the coolest helmet in the world if he promises to wear it. Well, I mean, when I go out with with Cade, I mean, I wear a helmet. Yeah, I mean, I I absolutely wear a helmet. We're going like three miles an hour at times in the neighborhood, and I wear a helmet because I expect him to wear one. Yeah, it's the rule. Yeah, no, I agree. So um, I, I'll let our listeners know how it goes next week. We'll see if I get any kids to actually turn out. It should be interesting. Um, so that, you know, I'm finally putting money where mouth is or uh, moving on and stuff like that. Um, you know, I got another little headline here, courtesy of our friend Dave Erickson. This is, is not necessarily cycling related, but, well, it is. It's tri-related. Um, Dave actually has posted on his uh, websites the return of Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong has been seen at a uh, uh, swim workout, master swim workout. I have a picture here of, of about 12 guys in Speedos, and frankly, it's kind of creeping me out. But according to, uh, to Dave through examiner.com, I got to give him credit. Uh, Lance Armstrong, seven-time tour winner and cancer survivor, confirmed today on his Twitter account that he is doing an Xterra USA Championships at Snow Basin Ski Resort. Good. Um, Lance is, you know, I, 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 you know, I don't even know why I report on Lance. To be honest, I'm kind of burned out on him anyway. I am too, a little bit. I mean, I, I just, I'm tired of him. I'm well, tired of his attitude. I don't know. I don't know him. He doesn't call me anymore. He doesn't. No. He didn't bring he you flowers. To, no. Shit. No. Well, that sucks. Yeah. So I mean, it, I guess it'll probably do a big thing for multisport with Lance involved in there. You know, he's coming back to his roots, so. I'd like to see what he can do because he's our age, so yeah. he's forty, I think, and uh, you know, like to see what a forty-year-old who's fit can do. I mean, yeah. you look at Roger. I got to give Roger credit one more time. Absolutely, um, titanium our man. Little bo- our little boy turned forty too. Titanium man, thirty-nine and almost forty. Won first place overall Jeez. at Titanium Man. Next place finisher was, I believe. A pro six minutes behind. Oh my God. Destroyed 
the field. Roger, way to go, man. Yeah, that's after destroying the field at Coeur d'Alene. And Coeur d'Alene was 900 people. Wow. Yeah, Overall, oh, yeah. you're not talking age group. It's not like, wow, you won the 40 year, which is, which is impressive too. Don't, I'm not yeah. bagging those people, but he won overall. And I, I posted that on, on my uh, um, Facebook page. I said, if anybody's questioning whether 40's the new 20, um, go ahead and <laughs> we'll hand out a questionnaire to all yeah. those people he just blasted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I agree. That guy's a mutant, though. So, I mean, well, Roger's he is. awesome. But, but, I mean, talk about someone who hard work, dedication paid off, yeah. thumbs up. Yeah. Shout out to Raj. And Absolutely. I know it's shout out, and you don't like the word shout out and all that, but shout out to Raj. Nice and word. congratulations to his, his blushing bride, who's now... A stay-at-home full-time mom, and I think that's awesome. She's not a stay-at-home she full-time isn't? mom. No. I thought she was. I she's working sixty percent. Oh, is she? And she gets. Uh, she's working three days a week. Well, that's perfect. Yeah. Well, I. I okay. Congratulations to her there, because yeah. I think that's awesome. <laughs> I, as somebody who was fortunate enough to do that for a while, I, when my son was born, I was able to stay home. This has become a parenting episode. Have you noticed that? Uh, we are, but I mean, I, look at our age. I mean, I, I do have a couple more things that we were going to touch base on. We're already at the hour mark, even with our technical glitch. Yeah. Um, I, I'll save one of them for later. Okay. It's, it's our cycling movies, the top ten cycling movies. Do them next show of all time. No, I will save it because it, as a winter training thing, I have some problems with the cycling movies okay and uh, i do have a, a mild rant though i did get out and ride on my bike when recently and um did I, you have a 40 thrown at your head no but what I, are you pissing and moaning about i really don't understand this i haven't even started i had blood on my shoe cover this is this is a, my my new thing i have my letter to people i would like to slap do proceed okay you can comment on the tail end i sure will dear mr bus driver you work on the roads. I get it. You drive stinky people, hipsters, and occasional green commuters around for a living. Many of your passengers smell like smoke and B.O. I understand. I don't, however, understand your complete lack of knowledge in the existence of other people in the world. How is it that I can see you in your mirrors looking at me through your Oakley knockoffs, yet you still cut me off? Is there an unwritten rule that states you are allowed to do so? I also don't understand how you were able to run any color light that you see fit. Since my days of working as a bike messenger in the rainy streets of Seattle, I have always learned that as soon as the light turns green, I should expect one of you to barrel through the intersection like a fat woman through the entrance of a Walmart on Black Friday. I'm not exactly a small guy. I admit this. My body type is more suited for protecting the quarterback than it would be for Lycra and skinny tires. That being said, why can't you see me yelling, waving my chosen finger at you while you go about your daily route? Please understand, I know that you have a schedule to keep, but come on, jackhole. This slap is for you. P.S. Oakley's are for on the bike time, not off. Yeah, as far as the unwritten rule, as they, they do have a written rule that you have to yield to them. Not if the light is red. I know, but not but, if I'm in my lane and they come over on me so much that I can reach out to my side and physically touch the vehicle. You literally have to yield to them. There's a written rule you have to. Yield I want to see that written rule because man, he almost knocked me off the freaking road. 4661250. You're, you're quoting you're quoting laws on me. Damn it, I hate hosting a show with a lawyer. Yeah, sorry. Um buses, buses are big and so they have to move. And they they do they're they're bullies just like cops him. can I be. Hate well, uh, yeah, I I would say it's just like hating cops. 
do I do I get frustrated with police who abuse their power? Absolutely, I do. I get very frustrated with them, and I have a lot of fun with them on the stand. <laughs> However, <laughs> the, the the problem I have with going, well, I hate cops. That's probably not the best attitude to take because when someone's in my house, no, I, I, I call I, up. I'm not I talking say, about cops. I say, well, no, but this is what I'm saying is, I when someone's in my house, I say, hello, would you please come to my house and bring guns and get this person out of my house? And they yeah. do it, and and there's no charge. You're gonna make me look dumb again. Not really. But what I'm saying is bus drivers have kind of a crappy job. I agree. Then quit. No, it's kind of a crappy. I mean, it's a tough job. I mean, they got to drive the streets. They got this big old thing and they're, they're driving around. I mean, I don't know. I, I It's hard for me to attack public transport. I mean, I, I'm not attacking the public transport. I'm attacking the guy driving the public transportation. Maybe it's one route. I mean, because I mean, no, no. Well, this has happened to me uh, literally my Seattle days. It happened to me on a regular basis. Well, I'm not saying they suddenly have to quit doing what they're doing. What I am saying is they have to actually get to the point where they understand that there are other people in the world, especially ones that I can make eye contact with you. I will yield. If, yeah. if, if the law states I will, I should le- yield. I will yield. But give me a chance in which to do it before the actual banner on the side of the bus hits me in the shoulder. Yeah. I agree. Um, I just, I think once again, you're gonna you're gonna find good bus drivers and bad bus drivers, and you know, oh yeah, they're good cyclists and bad cyclists. You know, good cops, bad cops. Yeah, and that's why I'm saying, yeah. I mean, I just see more bad bus drivers than I see good bus drivers. Well, they they they're used to just kind of enforcing their position, and that's how they move yeah. around. And hard to say. I mean, I don't know. I mean, honestly, the bus system in Spokane sucks anyway. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and it's losing money the, every day. They call it the shame train, <laughs> for Christ's sake. I mean, <laughs> you know. I haven't heard that before. I like that. I mean, really, you're driving, <laughs> you're driving the shame train. Yeah. I mean, it's it really, yeah. you know. I've, you know, how was your day, honey? God, I saw more ugly people kissing in my entire life. They yeah. always kiss on that bus. Oh, they're just making out and going for Jesus. it. Jesus. Yeah, and then they always have transfers. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think. There is something to be said for bikes and public transport. So I'm a huge fan of trains, not so much of buses. Yeah. I think buses are a waste of time, but trains are pretty cool. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. Oh, but shit. yeah, I agree with your uh, statement as far as when a bus cuts you off and you've done nothing wrong. Yeah. That's, that pisses you and, off. And I, my, I honestly remember counting to three and waiting for buses to bomb through the Seattle intersections. It was that bad. I mean, every time you just go one, two. Yeah, just holy shit! That was a bus. If I'd have gone, I'd have been dead, man. Because yeah, they can't even regular stop. basis, regular basis. Yeah. So that's my rant. My my uh, I I that might be my new thing. I'm gonna just yell at somebody every day on my podcast. I'm fine with that. All right then, and you can uh, you can obviously take that opportunity and make me look like an idiot, like you well, always do. The other the other thing I could do is I could have a rant, and you could go the same way. I'm cool with that. I'm Ooh, cool. With I'll, that. I might prepare a rant. It's your rant time. next week. My somebody rant. you want to slap. You are doing somebody you want to slap next sure time. Sure will. Next sure show. Will. Mark Hodgson doing the somebody they would like to slap mm-hmm. segment. Um, you know what? Uh, we have already, even with our technical glitch, we've gone over an hour. So um, 
we're getting to that point. I know that you guys love this show. Uh, Liz Ann, by the way, thank you very much. She's doing Australian experiments with her toilets to make sure the water does not flow in the opposite direction. So Liz Ann, I want those results back as soon as possible. I'm the one who thinks it flows in the opposite direction. Mark doesn't believe it. Opposite direction from what, Liz Ann? I mean, are you going <laughs> to left to right or right to left? Are you going to have are you clockwise, counterclockwise? Are you going to I would uh, might I suggest some solid ways. I want because <laughs> <laughs> don't send us any pictures please although a video of the toilet flowing the opposite direction would be my proof and i would love to be able to go with that okay okay right. there we go the uh the grand columbian uh triathlon is this weekend get your butts over there try it out see what you can do tryfreaks.com is the name of their website um go get them guys over there i hope that i hope that event is a success Sufferfest videos always available. Please go through our link first on our webpage because um, Mark's purchase this week of the Sierra Nevada Tumblr was very delicious, and mm -hmm. I probably am the beer bitch next week. Yep. And so there we go. Um, I guess that's I guess that's where we go, isn't it? Yep. I'm Mark Hudson. I'm Pat Bolger, and you got me. We'll check you next time. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 